Today we answer the question, are water damage devices repairable? I'm Steve, this is TQA Weekly. Many companies would rather not touch them. They don't warranty them in many places and many conditions, as well as even when they do, they simply replace the device. You're about to learn why. And we're gonna be using a Raspberry Pi as a demonstration piece so that you understand what I'm talking about. You can actually separate most components into one of three types of pieces. Printed circuit board, basically the backbone of most electronics. Your actual chips that will contain firmware as well as memory, as well as many of these resistors and capacitors, which we'll just refer to power uh, conditioning and conductive elements. And we're gonna start off with the printed circuit board. If you know anything about skateboards, you know what these things are gonna be like. They are multiple layered and basically glued together. And what ends up happening is when these are exposed to water, a whole lot of stuff can happen. Mainly because water itself is normally conductive because we're not talking about distilled water. And even if it was distilled, many of these components have free electrons and that water will become conductive really fast and it can cause a whole lot of problems with shorting as well as corrosion. Now if any of the connectors inside the printed circuit board become disconnected due to corrosion, they're impossible to fix. You can only use a bypass in some cases. If it's something that requires timeliness to be a factor, then repairing it is pointless. Then we're gonna move on to capacitors and resistors. These things are usually attached with two, three, or more connectors to the board. Now, the part that breaks the most often in water damage is their legs that are attaching to the board. These normally corrode away, but in some cases like capacitors, you can have a short circuit causing more damage than just to the capacitor. Why? Because it itself carries a charge and anything that carries a charge on your device can damage other parts. That makes fixing some things on there just unreasonable and extremely complicated. You can take the time, but there's no guarantee that you'll succeed, which brings us to things like the chips. The chips themselves don't necessarily have data that is worthwhile keeping, but some do. Now, if it's like a processor or something, you can maybe remove it and then replace it with something else. And of course, the same identical piece and it wouldn't be a problem. But if it contains memory, then you would have to either fix it or consider the device dead because this is impossible to remove um, safely without knowing what you're doing and without the proper equipment. There are a few YouTubers that will show you how to do it, but you need their machines to do this properly. Half-assing it would destroy data on the chips themselves. So you have to be really careful in doing that. Most processors and chips on these things don't contain data that is that sensitive. But that being said, the cost of fixing, let's say a Raspberry Pi that would have been damaged by water is unreasonable. Why? Because that would be hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to fix something that for some reason only costs 50 bucks. So this might be why many companies don't want to fix your gadgets once they're water damaged because it's simply too expensive. And in many cases, it's not considered worth it by them, which means that the best solution 
against water damage is to have backups and consider getting a warranty that covers for water damage where the device itself is replaced. While this is not ecological, it is also not as expensive as trying to fix it yourself or sending it in. I would suggest sending something in to be fixed if it is water damaged under only two conditions. One, it is of extreme necessity, or two, it is because the thing is extremely unique and not replaceable. Otherwise, if you can replace it now and you already have the data, just do that instead. It is ultimately less expensive. So is it possible? Yes. Is it worthwhile? Most likely not. So like this episode if you like it, dislike it if you didn't, share with those who think can benefit from this, and don't forget to subscribe. And if you have any questions, comments, suggestions for topics, email me at ask.tqwayweekly.com or go to my website, tqwayweekly.com, where you can see the show notes on this episode, past others, find other ways of subscribing, and of course, use the contact form to email me directly. And if you want to see me play video games like Borderline 3, go to twitch.tv slash zaxis1981 and watch me play three or more times a week. Thank you for watching, and goodbye.